Ringside. This is your co-host, the most Will Nix. And with his hostess with the most tire, how you doing? I am awesome. That was a quick pause after that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> Good. Don't I, lie, you're busy and broken just like the rest of us. <laughs> Yes, but I'm playing awesome on the podcast. Okay, good. There we go. Right, we we fake it till we make it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to podcasting. And we're so, sorry that you all turned up your volume. Right? Yes. <laughs> I hope I blessed a few of you out. Oh, woo, bad boy. I tell you. So let's talk about some geeky news. Tyra, what you got? What have I got? I uh, Let me tell you something. I don't know if you know this, but one of my dream cars is a Tesla. Okay. Okay. I have it in sights. God only knows if I'll ever be able to afford one, but I want one badly. And if I was to get one in Europe, it would have to make artificial noise. Artificial noise. Okay, wait a second. So you hit the gas, it goes, room, room. Well, so this is what's happening as of July 1st. New four-wheeled EV models in the EU will require a, get this, noise-emitting device, acoustic vehicle alert system, or AVAS. (laughs) So, okay, why? (laughs) Well, it's going to kick in when the vehicle is driving below uh, 12 miles per hour. Okay. And it's theoretically supposed to prevent pedestrians and cyclists from being caught unawares by cars that would otherwise be near silent. Well, I mean, look both ways, but I mean, that doesn't help when you, you know, you, you know, you can't. So it's just. Yeah, I understand it. It's going to be different. It's definitely going to change things. Well, it's, it's some people actually think they should make sounds all the time. So that's like one of the things from the the article I was reading said that charity guide dogs actually want accessibility advocates say, hey, electric cars need to make sounds all the time because uh, <laughs> the stalker car, stalker car, rely, you know, people rely <laughs> on that kind of noise. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. For anything. So, but uh, it does, the people who want a quieter street are... Just not getting it. it. It's not happening. Well, I mean, I, as someone who wants one of the one of the self-driving cars, because I'm epileptic and I can't drive. Um, true. I would, I'm, I, I want them to like have a blaring alarm system. I want it to, I mean, stop, stop its will. <laughs> around the street. <laughs> yes, because you, you, yes, there needs to be like... Yeah. Alarm. Full alarm system, stand back, crazy yeah, at the wheel. That's right. I mean, it needs to let people know I'm coming down the road. So, Well, there you go. You can get yourself an electric car, drive at 12 miles per hour. And keep it quiet. And keep it quiet. It won't be quiet. It won't be quiet. <laughs> it will be. Wait, thir- I'm going 12.5 miles per hour. Why? Just so I can. I have to tell you, my favorite part of it is the acoustic vehicle alert system. Right, right. That they've oh. saved it. Anyway, so what's some of your geeky news? Okay, mine's more of a geeky rant. Oh, uh, no. Are we ready for the rant? I don't know if I'm ready for the rant. Uh, we have to have the rant. Okay, okay. so it, as part of our Will Nix's delivery of geeky news, I'm here to inform you, do not go see Endgame. The, the, the second release. Yes, the second release, the release of this film. The reason being is that we were all promised some footage that would be added to this movie, six minutes of additional footage. And shame on Marvel. And I love Marvel. This is hard for me to say. Shame on Marvel for exploiting the death of Stan Lee to sell more in-game tickets. It, there was an, I mean, it's an awesome tribute. Don't get me wrong, but that's not the only reason I should be going to see this movie. There. It, it, that's it? That's all you're going to rant? No, I'm going to rant some more. But okay, so false advertising. Let's get into um, <laughs> the fact that the movie is already three hours plus long and my bladder can't take it. Uh, <laughs> 
damages and stuff and things. But the second time through, you knew when to go to. I did. And I I didn't know because there's supposed to be added footage, right? So I was afraid to step out thinking they're going to add a scene here. Oh, I thought it was all at the end, wasn't it? Yeah. they See, that's the thing. They, until I'd already got my tickets. And then when they released the whole, it's just something at the end. Well, I thought something at the end was going to be a part of the movie. No, it's not. It's just, it's a tribute to Stan Lee and then a unfinished Hulk scene. Oh, wow. That, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm going, that was worth eight fifty. No, the movie is. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that's kind of like, so we have still not seen it. I know, please. We're don't. Yeah, yeah. Gating, shaming. I know. We need more time in our day is what we need. But <laughs> yes. what I hate is that they've built it up to be something yes. marketing-wise. I know maybe the marketing department didn't see it. Maybe. I mean. Can I, can I just go with that instead of thinking that the marketers are just crap and then. You no, know, I, don't, I, don't, I think it, this unrealistic is Unrealistic expectations. Well, I think it's just all, all a ploy on the part to get to break. You know, we, we know this is about it's breaking Avatar's record. Right. But they Do surely with it. knew that like within hours, you know, within four hours of it being out, people would be telling everybody. Hey, don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. So to me, it's like you put in false expectations. That is never going to work well. No, and people can try to defend it. Well, they do have this. I'm like, there's nothing in the movie. There's no, there's nothing added to the film that changes the meaning. The film doesn't bring a character back. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. I mean, even in, at least in, you know, the the, the 900 re-releases of Star Wars that we've gotten, it's always added something. It was a different movie watching it. For good and for bad. But at least they added stuff and it was a re-release Yes, I can. Yeah, there was absolutely something that was new. It wasn't, and it was finished too. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah. It wasn't like an, an unfinished scene or something. No, like I mean, that. look, I, I watched Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. Them, I don't know how many times in the theater, but each time it was either you know advanced special effects or we've added these new scenes with the with the re-releases. Um, his 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 enhanced special editions, be it good or for bad, at least it was a different movie experience. Right. So I, I don't know. Felt like it was I was forced to go see Endgame for a second time in the theater when I usually go see a movie once, and then I I buy it nowadays because it's just too expensive to go to the movies. It is. I mean, that's part of our problem is that yeah. why we haven't been as much as it's it's bloody well expensive when I like, and we and we can't go during the day. Right. So you can't even get the matinee prices. Mine's because I got I got, I got a ton of gift certificates this year for the movie theater. And oh, well, also, that's good. A friend of mine took me to this because she she and her son wanted me to come. And so, I mean, yeah, it's just, it, it was like, boo, waste of her money. It's one of our fans. Shout out. This shiz. So <laughs> Just don't. Don't watch it. When they put it out on, you know, yep. Blu-ray, get it then. Get it then and get all the deleted stuff that you would get. I mean, we can get into that later. But we're here to talk about something wait, a little different this wait, week. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done yet. You're not done yet? You have more news? I have more. I have, I have two more news. Oh, two, she has two more news, folks. Watch out. But I figure since we're talking about... Sh- um, bad business practices. Okay. That was called language censoring right there and then. Right there. Bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about ThinkGeek. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Can we have a moment of silence? Okay. Sorry. Bye. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in. The death of ThinkGeek. <laughs> right. I'm so sad. I mean, I love ThinkGeek. It's been like the go-to place for mm-hmm. geeky gifts. And I can't believe that GameStop is this stupid. Yes, but isn't it like GameStop to take something you love and give you nothing for it and take it all away? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is what GameStop is there for, is to break your heart. It and is breaking think, my heart. I think they've really made a mistake this time. 
I absolutely agree with you. I think that their property, as far as if you look at the two IPs of ThinkGeek and... Um, yeah, which one's growing, which one's not. Which one's growing, which one is not based on... a. People buy digital games nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. Well, not just digital gaming. It's just we've gone to mobile gaming. Everything that's taken us away from the console stores. And it's not like they sell PC. You know, like they're into PCs as well. So this huge part of the market, which, yes, we still have people still buy physical games. It's, it's just like Blockbuster. Get ready for the end. It's coming. It's true. And uh, what's happening is they're going to have some of the stuff in GameStop locations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and they're going to not have thinkgeek.com. That's the dumbest part to me is why not keep the store? Uh, <laughs> I, I think you and I were talking about earlier. It reminds me of when Google tried to move away from YouTube, and it just was like, no, we don't need to do that anymore. That was just dumb. It's just I'm I. And by the way, they are uh, they're still keeping their Think Geek stores. So that makes the littlest sense to me. Why couldn't you just, I mean, turn those into part of the GameStop experience? Right. I, I don't I'm understand. I'm jobs. Don't get me wrong. Glad, you know, everybody get the job. So. But, I, and, and can I just tell you that the monkey from ThinkGeek is so much better than anything GameStop has ever had? Ever had. Yeah. GameStop hasn't been good since, it's, to me, since the beginning. It was just, the, it became the only place. It took out all its competitors. It was like the only place. Like when you would want like the expat for World of Warcraft. Yeah. You went to... GameStop. GameStop. Or GameStop actually first. where we did much better at Walmart, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but as the gaming goes, there for a while, even with Walmart, they had, GameStop always had selection. And yes. also they had the return games, which we don't even get into that part of GameStop. But like I said, they're there to take part what you love and give you $5 for it. So uh, we got our last shipment the other day. I know you just ordered some stuff. I too, did. So. Got some good stuff coming in. Just sadness. And so my other kind of weird who in the business world came up with this. I am a Duran Duran fan because I'm a girl who grew up in the 1980s. I am a Duran Duran fan, who, uh, boy who grew up in the 80s. So, And I love <laughs> our space program. Where are you going with this? I and I, you know, I'm all over all the Apollo movies and yeah, yeah. love Tom Hanks and all that. Apollo 11 celebration concert with Duran Duran. I mean, they could get out there hungry like the wolf and howl at the moon or something. I Planet mean, I Earth. Don't... Planet Earth. Okay. It was, their first single was Planet Earth. I'm sure it was, but no one remembers that. I mean, we can. I, I do. Can, you do. Of course I do. Well, I mean, we can name like, I can name like 10 other Duran Duran songs right. and not get to Planet Earth. Is what I'm no, I, I totally agree with you there. I mean, I would say Hungry Like the Wolf in Rio is where I think of. Rio, like, yeah. I mean, and Wild Boys. And you to a Kill. I love yeah, you. Yeah, You to a Kill. Exactly. I mean, you we just keep, to... Yeah. No, go on. No, you, you can get, go so far without getting to Planet Earth. Okay. I will definitely agree with you there. Um, Duran Duran will be doing a 90-minute set at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> So they can play like Hungry Like the Wolf eight times? Eight times. Well, 90 minutes. He got oh, so okay, 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 okay. And uh, would you like to guess how much concert tickets are? Oh, come on. Give, it can't be that. It's Duran Duran. Oh, no, no. Duran Duran actually has some pretty high expensive concert tickets. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, so like a lot of these 80s bands have come and they do, it's particularly VIP sittings. Seating, uh-huh. and they'll have like, they'll be hundreds of dollars. They'll have a meet and greet with the band. So um, like a convention for rock and rollers. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anywhere from like, you know, a couple of hundreds up to, you know, close to a thousand, depending upon the band and what you get for it. Yep. But these are $300. 
for sitting out in the yard? Yep, yep. You get to you bring your blankets because it's going to be on the grass lawn and you can't bring a chair. <laughs> now, I'm just okay. going to put this out here. A lot of us that were Duran Duran fans are now in our 50s. Or not like me, like late 40s. I mean... Um, and, and lawn chairs are very important because sitting on the ground... The ground are they going to have like orderlies there to get our, you know, old, you know, fat butts up? Like, yeah. um, we have a patient down, patient down. That's number 400. Cute. Please send back in the teenagers. So I, I, the only thing, I think this is great though. A portion of the proceeds from the concert will support the STEAM education programs of the nonprofit Aldrin Family Foundation. Okay. So that part is super cool. That part's cool, uh, but I mean, I'd rather just give a donation and get to hear, you know, give me a box set or something. I don't know. Um, it is going to be live streamed. Woo! <laughs> so I will definitely be doing that, but yeah. uh, we, we're just kind of befuddled a little bit. We'll just admit it. It's some weird news in the geeky world this week. I it's mean, some weird stuff going on out there. Uh, sad. I mean, you know. <sighs> So anyway, so, so we're here to cheer you up, make you laugh. That's what we're here to do. That's right. Well, uh, I know we're headed into our topic of the week. Are you all ready for our topic of the week? Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Harry Potter. It's about time, right? <laughs> I like, know. We all of a sudden was like, well, we've never talked about Harry Potter. We should do that. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk about it. It's such a wide ranging thing now. It is. So I have a question for you. Okay. Books or movies first. Which did you do? Uh, first. I want to say it was first movie, and then oh. I read the books. Oh, so cool. We're, we're the opposite. Okay, okay. So I read all the books Yeah. before I saw any of the movies. Like, not all the... That well, not me. all, because they were still coming out. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, if I saw a movie, I'd already read the book. Right, right, right. I was, the, I, was, I was that way after the first movie. I saw... I remember them coming out. This, you know, my, mem- my first memories of kind of Harry Potter-ish things were sitting in i was at the mall uh mount Ray square mall in rome georgia and uh talking to one of my instructors and someone and this little kid with a harry potter book box fast and it was Aww. before it was like a huge thing and then honestly it was after the second book going to you being i was at your house your old house and someone was reading the second book there and you were telling me about harry potter and all this other stuff so yeah because they got they started being released while i was actually teaching at our uh shared university experience yes yes uh back when it was shorter college that's where i was that's where i went to school i didn't go to shorter you so yeah so we won't that's a rant for another day another time another place Yes, yes and um but june of 1997 is when i believe it came out right and uh so i don't know if I read it then, but I read it really close to then. Right. Um, my niece and nephews, my, well, actually my nephew, um, Harry Potter is what got him into reading. Wow. And so that kind of fell into, oh, I want to read this book. And my other older niece was reading it and I was like, okay. And I love fantasy and yeah, it was a perfect fit. Um, I will tell you that my, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite out of the books? Uh, ooh, three. I'm weird, and I like book three. Which is but, three? Uh, it's uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban, okay. Yes, the first appearance of Sirius. Let's see. I think Order of the Phoenix might be mine. Really? Order of the Phoenix? Is, I, that, that's five, right? I'm just double-checking myself. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yes, yes that's five. five. Sorry, I have to... Yeah, I know. I have to sit there doing the same thing, because I'm like... No, uh, five was going to be my second favorite. So I, I like it because I love Sirius Black. I love Sirius Black. I also like I like both these stories because it's a maturity of Harry. Yes, you can. Um, 
in both those books, it's it's what magic is and what magic isn't. Um, it's my least favorite film, <laughs> number three. Ah, okay. So I'll just throw it in there because it was so hard. I think, in my opinion, it's so horribly made um, from such a good book. Um, but then five, it's also that other material. You know, I've got I, I can't just rely on others. So that, yeah, no, that's true. I in my least favorite book is probably Chamber of Secrets. Really, the second yeah. one. There's things I like about it. It's I think darker that, in parts. It is darker. It started to show how the series was going to age. Yes. Um, yes. And I then did it like, very well, I think. And I think that's the key. I think when you read Harry Potter or you're giving it to your kids, you need to remember that these books came out a year apart or two right. years apart in some cases. So kids were growing up with the books. With them. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my niece, um, Skylar, you're out there. She, you know, listens occasionally. Uh, I, she grew up with them. I mean, when she graduated high school is when the last film came out, that kind of thing, you know, and she's going off to college, kind of like Harry. And so you, she, she aged with this character. And what's really funny is like the previous generation, my wife, who, who's born the same year Harry's supposed to be born, you know, 1980, they have very oh. close, they're close in birthdays. And so it's, it was really, it, as someone who was going off to college for her, she, that's when the first book came out. She was reading it and felt like it was a kid, you know, kid from her childhood. So well, and that completely makes sense because she would have been like the right age, right, right, to be getting them. I was headed toward thirty. I was headed toward thirty when it was coming out. So, so um, I mean, yeah. And it was. I, I just think that you have to remember that because they do. They get. I think you hit upon it. They really get darker. Yes, and the themes get more adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, I think it's Goblet of Fire. It is Goblet of Fire. Um, how they have that kind of teenage angst, love triangle, all that kind of going on. I mean, as much as I, I hate teenage angst stories, but I think that it portrayed it, it very well. It, well. it handled it well. I mean, especially with the jealousies that, that naturally develop between friends. Yeah. Uh, the, dirt, the dating circle being as small as it's going to be. I mean, the same school. Um, right. I, think I think they handled it really well, especially adding in. It's like, you know, some of his, like we said, his exes. If you look at some of the other girls he was interested in, there's only really one for Harry, which is kind of strange. If, well, if, no, she, he liked Cho. He liked Cho. I know, I'm saying. And, and then he wanted to be a Weasley. Yeah, I mean, then he, <laughs> I'm just marrying into the family. That's it. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was always one of those, I was teen Luna for him. I really wanted him to be with Lynn Lovegood. Oh, okay. I love Luna. Luna. I love like, Luna. I thought they'd have been perfect together. Luna's one. I but I wish her and, and Neville. Um, yeah, Neville had ended up together because I think that was kind of a she would bring him out and he yes. would bring her grounded. Yes. yes. <laughs> no. I. So what house are you? Me. Um, I am a, a an even split sometimes between Slytherin and Ravenclaw and um and uh, Gryffindor and I lean Gryffindor every time I do these things so. My husband leans Gryffindor as well. Uh, I'm a Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, depending Raven, on Ravenclaw. how I get. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I'm a Ravenpuff, I think is what they call us. But I probably lean slightly more to being a Ravenclaw just because of my profession. I like, I guess I'm, um, <laughs> I'm a dark Gryffindor. I'm a little ambitious. You can't like my husband loves black, and if you love black, you uh, you have color black automatically. Yeah, he's like me. I like dark colored. You know, yeah, right. Oh, I'm like Johnny, uh, just don't say you like black, and you'll be yeah. fine. You just say you like the color red, and you're automatically Gryffindor. So, <laughs> <laughs> unless it means love- blood. 
So what in it, what out of the the wizarding world do you wish that you could have or do Ooh, that's a good in question. our world? Uh, man, I honestly think, um, what is it? Uh, I can never say the word for when they go from place to place. Deaspirating? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, you know, just popping in and popping out of different, I would love that. Instant travel. I totally, yes. I think I would love a port key. <laughs> that is our port key. Yeah, I mean, any, any of the travel stuff. Uh, I would love to turn into a cat. That's pretty cool. I think I, I want one of the bags. I just want a bag that I can reach down and have all my stuff in, and, and then I can crawl inside again. It can also be my house. I mean, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Hold it. I thought that was D&D. That's a bad uh, Same thing. I mean, but they also have Harry Potter. I mean, Hermione's carrying, like, an entire library, and then she's carrying, like, an entire, you know, kitchen set and tent set. and Yeah. That's right. She was. I do remember. Now. Sorry, yeah. it took me a minute for it to click in. Yeah, you click, had a couple of books had it. So I don't want a time turner, though. No, no, because I, I, I'm already busy enough. I don't want to feel more busy. No, and I think they're dangerous. Yeah, I mean, honestly, th- bad things you have. I mean, give me uh, okay again the, the the irresponsible decisions of Albus Dumbledore. Giving that to Hermione, I don't care who her how great Hermione is. She still was a kid, and you're right. giving the ability to change the past. Well, and you, you've made this poor child feel like she needs to take every class. Right. I mean, come <laughs> on. Stressing this one out just a little bit. She already has that problem. I mean, wow. So uh, have you uh, read or done any digging into the uh, theatrical release, the Broadway? I have. I, I, I didn't like, I don't like the story. I don't either. I don't uh, like messing with the past. Yeah, and I don't like messing with the past. And I guess that's something we need to talk about with, with JK is that she's got to leave it alone. Bless her heart. I'm not saying don't write a book. Write all the books, please. Write all the books. I'm talking about just going back on canon and changing things. Right. Like, she has come out. Like, I'm a real big Hermione and Ron fan. I think yes. that they... I thought they were great. I think that's I one of the high school great. romances that work. Yes. And I was... I was aggravated with her when she was like, no, I, I wish I'd have gotten Hermione and Harry together. Right. And that's not a good fit. No, it's, it's just, there's not that chemistry and there wasn't chemistry. I mean, there was chemistry on screen screen between all of them. Right. But it never was like that. It never became sexual tension. No, which probably it shouldn't. Cause you know, well, no. I mean the later book, I mean, they, they got but the later were, books. Yeah. Yeah. The later stories. I'm talking about, there was, but I'm saying even then there wasn't sexual tension. There was no, you feel like there was a spark there waiting to be ignited. There were several other characters he could, I, I could have seen him happy with. Um, yeah. Ron, I mean, not Hermione, but, um, Harry with. So. No, I agree with, and I think Luna would have been a good second choice. Yeah. I, I think Jenny's fine, but I just think it was carrying on the trope of everybody's life doesn't change after high school. The whole, you know, you, you, it's just these people that you have the same friends you did back then as you do now. I just, ah. well, and I, th- I think part of that is because that community is so, so small, so small and insular that yeah. in some ways you kind of get that. True. I, I, I guess so. You know, I just, it just felt like it, I, it felt too convenient. Well, and it is a YA. We must remember that at it's the true. end of the day. It's supposed to be YA. And uh, I don't know, by the end, it was getting pretty adult. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, there was some pretty harsh stuff going on there. And it's so many good conversations to have about yeah. life and choices and death and, and evil and good. And, you know, what does it all mean at the end of the day? And I think, you know, th- this is going to be a multiple talk kind of thing. We'll come back to Harry Potter because there's so much to talk about. There and is. I, I'm, the weird, I'm the weird guy who likes the first two movies better than most, other than the, the last few, the last three in particular. 
Hmm. I, I, and the reason I did is that they were the first two are almost too faithful to the books. I mean, you, you really can get away with watching the first film and not reading the first book. It's that detailed. Well, and the, the books were smaller. Yes. And I just love, I also am a Chris Columbus fan. So I think when he, when he does, tells a story, he does a good job of storytelling. And I thought the break at three got really bad. And four to me left out so much of, I mean, there was so much, so much of a good book. I know it could have been a nine hour film. But um, I think that's the problem once you get to the larger books. Yep. You know, get to the larger books. And I think that's why they split up. Well, after. one for money grabbing two was awesome. I mean, it, you couldn't have asked for a better split, so. you know, ending before the great battle and start the start of the Yeah. Just good, good storytelling. Good. And I'm still recovering from, Oh gosh. From book, from half book. blood prince. Yeah. 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 From no, deathly hallows. Deathly hallows, yeah. hallows is what I'm recovering. From, oh, we're but... also recovering. We, uh, you know, I can't say Fred and George without taking a moment to pause. I know. I know. It still breaks my, I don't think about it. Yeah. And Dobby and yeah. Tonks. Tonks. Yeah. Uh, you know, they call my, they call my dog fun. Dobby, by the way. Did they call your dog Dobby? I didn't like get that. this for the longest time. So everybody out there can laugh at me. No, not only has it. So my dog has these wonderful ears and mm-hmm. one of them kind of, you know, limps over yep. but he has a sock yep he has a single sock yes and so my gaming buddies that i played a pathfinder with would say call him dobby and i thought it was because he had these just the sweetest saddest little face when he would look at you and like i'm not kidding you like five years later the sock thing hit you i the socks thing hit me and i was like Oh my God, honey, I get why they call him Dobby. And he just looked at me like, oh, bless your heart. (laughs) We all have that moment though. No matter who you are, you have that moment. I have it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, too many lately. But no, Harry Potter is so encompassing. um, I love that, you know, know, here in the state of Georgia, we get the the faux controversy with it every once in a while. You know, somebody wants to ban it for X, Y, or Z reasons. And I'm going, it's one of the most harmless tales to come out in a while, especially in IA. I mean, (laughs) Right. There is not explicit sex in this book. No. And there's not drug use. There's none of that kind of stuff. I mean, no. it's, a, it's a good old fashioned good versus evil story. I, I loved it when the Pope came out. It's like, are you kidding me? It's a good versus evil story. Um, good wins. We're happy with it. You know, <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Compared to some of the other stuff that was coming out. I mean, good grief. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, one of my, um, one of my writer friends, she, I didn't know her books. My friend was telling me about them and she's like, Oh yeah, there's this, um, sex scene in the hallway like in the beginning of one of them i'm like oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> ya they're like you haven't read ya recently in a while like, exactly it, it, i'm like no i read harry potter i'm sorry yeah you're 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 it's it's it's, it's, it's a it's, why is its own thing it's we could go into that but we're not um so what brought all this on or one of the things that made us think about doing harry potter this week was right. harry potter uh world unite so yes. Wizards Unite. Wizards Unite, excuse me. Wizards Unite. Funny, fun little game. Uh, kudos. I still don't know how it's going to hold up with the Pokemon Go model, though. Um, I think that there are definite problems with it. Uh, there's things to collect in Pokemon. It, that's the, I mean, Pokemon itself is about, you know, gotta, you got to catch them all. Right. So making that expansive world, you know, finding these things makes perfect sense for Pokemon. I just don't see it making sense for... Harry Potter. I mean, oh, I kind of like the story of the Foundables. I like the story of the Foundables. I just don't know if there's enough things to find. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, they've broken some of them into parts, and I think other things are going to get lost. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes after we get through this kind of first 
Yes, the initial you know, phase of it. Yeah, the initial phase of the game. My and I, I don't. I like the fact that I have to draw spells. I think it's a little bit more complicated that way than yes, than the throwing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like that. I like yeah. that there's different kinds of battles. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting on wizard on wizard though. I, I, I you know, you think of the first thing, even if it's just practice. Right. There should definitely. I hope that's like a an expansion or like yeah. how they'll develop the game. But they took the poke stops. So the poke stops in Pokemon Go are actually from a different game. Right. I can't remember that starts with an I. Mm, Somebody no. will think of it and tell us. But yes. uh, my is. one of my friends played it, and oh boy, did he tell us all where they came from. But um, in in Wizards Use Nights. They took all the poke stops, or most mm-hmm. of them, and they divided them up into three different kinds. Three different things, and it's so much time. Oh my god! And, and whether you, and whether do you have anything close to one another? Do you have a gym close, or which is the challenge center? Do you have the, you know, the greenhouses? Do you have the regular house? I mean, so much. There's ends to get energy, greenhouses to grow herbs. I got to collect. Energy. You can get I have, to, I have to pick things up off the ground now. I know. And then you go to the the challenge houses where you can battle. And, and also, I liked that. You also drop, you know, you drop your dark arts detectors, at, you know, at the houses and you plant at the, yeah. So it's just so much to do. It is. And it was a lot to like, we were joking, uh, my friend Jennifer and I, that our other friend, Rachel, who's younger and who had figured out about Pokemon Go, all the stuff, we're like, well, Rachel's going to have to go play this and get back to us. Yeah, get back to us. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel sometimes on it. <laughs> Like, um, you know, Laura and I are big into it. We've enjoyed it, but it's, I don't know if it's going to have the carrying power as a Pokemon Go. I just don't. I don't know either. I do know this, that, like my feed was on Facebook. Everybody was, was playing it. Yeah. It was flooded with pictures with codes. and codes. <laughs> and I got people that I don't even know who you they know are. You know what though? We don't see the, you know, the things we got from Pokemon Go is, you know, and Sean, you know, shout out Sean, our friend who listens that he would always post pictures of the Pokemon he caught, the new one. They've not had anything like that, and that's no, true. That that that's big. I mean, you talking about keeping your brand alive? Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. Like, I do think one of the things they were trying for with it was there is a really um, where you can take your own picture, right? To get you to be your, um, your profile, right? Your profile, and there's all these you can put a witch's hat on or Ravenclaw scarf. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and so that's fun. I think they were hoping people would share them more. Because there's a, there's a heavy share option there. And I don't think people are. No. (laughs) You know, the witch profession, and you get to pick a profession. Yeah. There wasn't enough stuff going on in this game. No, no. It's just, it's, you don't have time. No. So which did you pick? Uh, I chose an or. Okay. I'm a, I'm a professor. That's a joke. Yeah. Well, Laura's Um, the professor. I'm the or, so. And and that's probably how Shane and I will work out. But what's interesting to me is like, they could have lockstep some of those things in. Oh yeah. Like we could have had, we could have been learning about the game and doing herbs and then locked in the professions a little bit further down the road. Like level 10, you pick a profession, not level one, you know? Right. It was way too, well, you could, I think it was six. Was it six? You got the profession? Yeah, it was still too early. It's still too early. I agree with you. Uh, And you can brew potions. By the way, people, you can brew potions. You have a profession with like a leveling tree where you can learn different skills. Um, It's you've got a registry where when you find things, you put them in the registry. It takes forever to do. 
Well, and there's like one, nine two, different three, levels. five, six, seven. There's like nine or ten different categories, right? Of findables, um, they have daily events. They have um, uh, they have daily events. They have connected to the secrets of sorcery events, like yeah. that you can do. Uh, just, and then there's port keys. So we used to walk to hatch eggs. Now we walked to open port keys. Now we walked to open a port key, and I'm at 8.6 out of 10 kilometers. I need to go run around my house. Yep, there you go. Got to make some laps. So we have to look for keys. So instead of incubators. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, it, like I said, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious for the staying power on this one. So we're interested to hear what you guys are thinking about it. I was looking at uh, thinkgaming.com. They do some app sales data. And their daily revenue estimate for Harry Potter Wizards Unite for its first, basically first week, um, was $110,000 a day with about 13500 daily installs. That's just not a lot of money. That is not a lot of money. Yeah, well, it's not bad. I mean, you know, it's $110,000 a day is still $3 million a month. Yeah, I know, but for a, <laughs> for a major market like this. It's number six in the top free game, so that's not too bad. Um, I mean, when you compare it to its, you know, sister game, Pokemon Go, that's earning $2 million daily right. revenue estimate. But it's also a game that's been out for... Yeah, five years, well, yeah. three years at this point. I forget how long. It's been out for a while. Yes. It's, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and it's still getting 18,000 daily installs. Yeah, see, that's the, that's the thing is that it's it's up there with install numbers as much as Harry Potter is, but the money is not there. You know what I'm right. saying? That's my, the inverse there is kind of interesting. Well, I think I, I'll be interested to see, like, when we get to the end of, um, like, July. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see what it is. And I, I think you hit upon something that was very interesting um, was that it's not a worldwide game necessarily the way Pokemon Go is. It doesn't no, it, have the Asian market. It doesn't. It, 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 it's not, I mean, not saying Asian people do not like Harry Potter. It's just not as big there as some other things are. It'd be like saying Hello Kitty. I mean, you know, one of, one of those kind of, you know, what's, what's popular where? And this is very much a Western market. This is a, I mean, strongly European too. So um, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's it's not making what Fortnite is, but Fortnite doesn't make as much as Pokemon Go in the U.S. Right. So I mean, it's just it, it depends. It all it depends on again cultural reach, and I don't. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think there's cultural reach there. I just don't know if it's as strong as say some other some other markets. Uh, and I think you could definitely be right there. I think there's a different type of consumer mm-hmm. so but i will tell you this every harry potter group i was in was going crazy about it because the only other game like if you were yeah. playing if you wanted to play harry potter there was harry potter hogwarts mystery yeah there was not uh, not a, a well saturated market for her. you you would think there'd be more right you would think there would be more that there would be better which means they're actually doing a good job of controlling their ip Yes, they're not. Um, they're not abusing it, right? They're not abusing it. Jam City is who does the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery. Jam City also does um, uh, Disney's Emoji Blitz game. Okay, uh, but I, I wanted to like the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery, but I haven't played it yet, so it just doesn't like. It's not challenging. There's nothing challenging about it. Right? There's no. There's no risk. 
there's no, well, there's no risk. There's no cognitive function. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, you just have to do it's certain a button, things. It's, a, it's just a button masher. Yeah. It's a button masher. And I'm not a button masher, but no. it's making 64,000 a day estimate. Wow. Wow. So, See, that, that's interesting for me. So, yeah. And it was interesting to me when I saw that. I was like, really? Because I didn't find it to be that good, but it has four and a half stars. So maybe I'm just a crybaby. I don't know. We, we, we all have our, we also have our taste. So it's not a big deal. And okay. So my big question to you for, for Harry Potter. Yes, I'm here. I, I, you know my answer for this. Um, I want right. to give my answer. So um, if you could redo the series in any way, how would you redo it? Oh, Lord. I'm talking about and, uh, and, and getting it filmed or, you know, you know, another set of movies or another set of books. How would you, what would you, what would you do? I really, really, really want to know the story of Harry's parents. Not yeah. not through Snape's eyes. Not through the lens of somebody else, but you want to hear the yeah. You want the prequel. I want the prequel and you want the direct prequel. Yeah. And my problem is, I don't like Snape. I don't see him as heroic. I don't see him as heroic at all. I see him as tragic and sad, sad. and selfish. Oh, extremely. I'm only going to help a young boy because I was in love with his mother. Right. So I don't. He's he's Slytherin. He's absolutely Slytherin in that regards, and all the things that are not good about Slytherin. Right. So even though I, I, I appreciate the fact that he helped keep Harry here with us. All right. Um, you question his motives. I question his motives. And I, I don't see him as, you know, what I really like to see in my heroes. Like I want right. my heroes to be heroes. And he wasn't. No. He, you know. So uh, I I, 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 we're going to get some Snape hate. And I yeah. hope we do. And I, I have some friends I, who I, love Snape. I do too. I have a lot of friends who love Snape, but I'm not, I'm a serious, I'm a serious black kind of guy. And you know, uh, I'm serious black. Yep. Yeah, so, um, I, my big thing is that if I could redo anything about it, I'd keep the movies where you are. Don't get me wrong, but I would also have an animated series aimed at that middle age, you know, 14 to on up. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love to see it like on Netflix, like, you know, 25 episodes a year kind of deal. I want them, I want everything that I love about the books brought to life. And I want it all to the voice of Jim Dale doing all the voices like he does when he reads the books. <laughs> and it's just an animated version of that. And it's just verbatim of what the books are. And I want the spew storyline and some of the other, you know, more grown up things that addresses. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, questions about slavery, things like that. I want them to see these in this animated version, just what she wrote. It'd be awesome. I mean, well, I'd love and- to see the spells. And I think you hit upon something in terms of the audio. Yeah. Oh my gosh, these are some amazing audio books. Oh, Jim Dale, my son goes to sleep to them still. He has listened to them since he was born. We've had them for forever, and Jim, those Jim Dale books just are—it's the better version of the story. Yes. So if if you don't like to read, go get the Harry Potter audio books. They are amazing. So, you know, with Jim Dale, I just want somebody to do, do that justice and add to it. Just like you're talking about. It's some of the best audiobooks out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think especially if, you, if you're not a big reader, look into audiobooks because some of them are just fracking amazing. Oh, in, in this series especially, I remember we were into the books. But on car trips, especially when we had Alexander, we would listen to one on the way there and on the way back. And so it okay. made the car trip a lot better. Well, and it's it's one of the most read series. Like I have a couple of friends who have read it in voices to their children. Yes, yes. Um, and that and The Hobbit is another yep. big one that's like that. Uh, but there, I, I love audiobooks. I, I want to listen to more of them. I'm actually listening to a true crime audiobook right now. Hmm. Uh, the Devil in the White City or something like that. And 
uh, it's about the murders that took place during the Chicago World Fair. And oh my, I think I would fall asleep reading it, but listening to it is like, yeah. a little bit more engaging. All right, I understand that. And especially for reluctant readers, it's great. Yeah, and in Atlanta traffic. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when you've run out of, you know, the geeky side episodes to listen to. Go in yes. and pull pull of audio no, go back and down fire. because you need to catch something that we missed, and that way you can write write us angrily or happy letters. You know, one of the two. That's right. That's right. We still need people to tell us. Go on to our Facebook, hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Right, because we're coming to the end of our discussion on Harry Potter. Not our end of the discussion, but the end of our first episode. Because I guarantee you, this is like episode one A of. 20,000 possible episodes just on Harry Potter alone. Yes, um, I have a feeling we could just we could talk about all of them. Yeah, I mean, we could just honestly do it book by book or movie by movie and then go into other things. I mean, there's just so much about Harry Potter to talk about. There is so much about Harry Potter to talk about. And uh, because of that, I'm sure we'll be revisiting Harry Potter in the future. But uh, coming up next week, what are we going to be talking about? Well, next week we have time travel. Dun, dun, dun. The geeky side of time travel. Yes, particularly the geeky side of time travel movies. There we go. Uh, and a former continuing education student and author, Howard Loring, is mm-hmm. going to be joining us. And he has some freaky ways he writes. I can't wait for him to explain it to you. So he's going to come and talk time travel with me. Yes. And, and you're going to make fun of me. And no, no, I'm saying you're, I'm going to be trying to talk time travel. You're going to be making fun of me the entire time. I know what's going to happen. You're going to be bullying me again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the team. Okay. No. Uh, I am so nice. What the heck? I tell you, right? Fake rage. Fake rage. I don't even know what's going on here. You know, my friends have something called sarcasm hands. Where they uh-huh. kind of I'm not sorry. I, I can't dance on the other side. We got to figure that out. because Yes, you know. we need signs. We need, you know, we have to start watching each other. I don't know. It gets kind of weird. Um, so. Get ready for that because we're excited to have Howard with us. And I am. I'm after that, what are we going to be doing? Soundtracks. I'm going to get a buddy of mine, a guest host. So I'm going to let him know about coming. He's not knowing he's coming on yet, but he will be. All Talk right. Yay. The geeky side of movie soundtracks. I'm a huge soundtrack person, both scores and soundtracks. I really want to get into what makes, why, you know, these choices these directors make. So, And I love soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, you know what I really love? I love gaming soundtracks. Those are good too. And that's so. another thing we talk about. It's not just movie soundtracks, but just soundtracks in general. So true, true. Or we could have, you know, down the road, we could talk about gaming and music. Yo, I, I, it's a big thing. And we're, again, we're looking for artists, game, you, know, you know, anybody kind of geeky kind of music, well, all sorts of stuff. We have, we have no judgmental taste there. Come out and share it with us. I agree. So, Hey, Oh, and I forgot it's going to be time for us. Well, I don't, I actually forgot to tell my co-host this. Uh-huh. But, um, I think that every year we need to do like a rundown of the upcoming conventions. There we go. It's coming up. It's, it's coming, coming up, up because what is coming at the, you know. At Two Labor months, we got Dragon Con, so. We're excited. We're at 60 days here, aren't we? Right at 60 days. Yeah, so. we're right near there. So be prepared for that. In the near future, we'll be talking about Dragon Con and the upcoming geeky stuff that is happening in and around us. And there's a couple of new cons that I'm going to try to go to next year. Uh, hopefully, I'll be riding with you because this looks like a lot of fun. I agree. Oh, and don't forget, I'll be at Indie Book Fest the end of July in Orlando, Florida. Stop by and chat with me because I'll probably be bored. Buy all her things. Buy all my things. I'll be next to my friend Jana, who was a guest here. So uh, Buy all her things, too. Buy all of Jana's things. And, well, actually, I'll be bringing up Jana when we talk about time travel. So. There we go. There we go. 
So there we go. So there it is. Welcome to the geeky side of Harry Potter from uh, a Ravenclaw. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the geeky side. Say bye, Tyra. I don't know. I mean, maybe Snape was good. <laughs> that's it, folks. This is Will Nix, your host of the most, your host is Moses Tyra, saying bye, everybody. Go get yourself sorted. Bye. Bye.